Well, should we start? Uh, we should start with just recording to have maybe some pre some pre roll. Oh, I already started. I already started recording. Oh, you did? Okay, let me record on my side. Yeah, we're twenty minutes in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Final Turn, an upbeat podcast about all things running. I am Keith, a 40-year-old who ran a one-hour, 20-minute, 32-second half marathon in late 2019. My co-host is Sean. Sean, what was your last race? My last race was in February of last year, 2020, which was also a half marathon. And that I ran in one hour, 18 minutes and 14 seconds. But in reality, it should have been a 116. It just so happened there were 20 mile per hour headwinds on the and during the last three miles. I was pacing for like a 115 something, and I knew I was going to slow down, but the headwinds murdered me. And I remember this discussion. I suggested yeah. that maybe the headwind was a tailwind at some point, and yeah, you can't you can't count both. Like maybe you were on pace for faster because of the tailwind. But then I actually looked this up. Um, so let's say you're running in constant wind. The tailwind effect is less pronounced than the headwind effect. So yeah, I remember you sending me that it, article. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah, bit running in wind, all things being equal, is worse than running without wind, which yeah. it's not super surprising. But I was enjoying trolling you. <laughs> there will uh, be another time, hopefully. Yeah. So okay, so today we're going to discuss a fun checklist for runners to try to work through in 2021 that we've just released on our website at thefinalturn.com. But before we get into that, Sean, tell me about your last run. Yeah, I just ran a couple hours ago, actually. I, I did yoga this morning uh, as I'm trying to recover and stretch and, and improve my body. But I've run I've ran the past three days, which is not what I'm supposed to be doing. But uh, I just went out for a nice four mile run. It was sunny outside. I needed just to open, uh, just get my mind, uh, just reset and everything. But nothing fancy. Just got the, out there, did four miles and to be honest, like taking six days off of running, like running's hard. Like I was like five minutes in and I felt like I was like three miles in or like it was. It Did was you, would you characterize your experience running today as enjoying the run or were you frustrated by your speed or what was your prevailing experience? I didn't enjoy it very much because I was like sore from yoga this morning. I did a lot of like hip yoga and my hip was, my hip wasn't hurting. It was like sore. So when I ran on it, it just wasn't very comfortable because of that. Okay. Um, but I saw, I, I went around Alamo square. So for everyone that's familiar with uh, full house, I ran around the painted ladies. Uh, so it's a very nice view. You get a very good view of the, the painted ladies as well as uh, other parts of the city. So that was enjoyable. Uh, and always good to just kind of get out and, you know, my mind was going crazy for six days. That's encouraging that it was pain-free in the hip though, right? It was. Yeah. This, this yoga like three times a week is, I guess, paying off. We'll see. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew, who knew stretching was going to help you with injury yeah, recovery? I, mean, I, I wish someone would have told us this. <laughs> did you, uh, did you get out today already? I did. Yeah. I ran with Peter this morning through Golden Gate Park in San Francisco and Interestingly, so I mean, it's gorgeous out now. It's I think like sixty-five degrees and pretty it sunny. Is very nice. Well, yeah. I mean, it's extremely sunny. Um, and yeah, so we ran. I think we met at around eight fifteen this morning, though. So it was still really foggy, and we ran to the ocean. And I remember as we were running toward the ocean, we both remarked the fog was really thick. I think it's maybe a little thicker than usual. Well, it is thicker than usual. I think it's because. Uh, because the air is warmer, there's some something. I, I'm going to make up some explanation. Some something with evaporation and it's <laughs> not a meteorologist. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just this like really pretty grayscale view as we were coming toward the ocean, and yeah, that was nice. We went ten miles. And oh, nice. At about 
650 pace. And oh, sped it up? Sped it up yeah, today. I mean, I, that wasn't my plan, but and I, look, I, I sound like a broken record. Yeah, we were intending to run slower, and then we ran the first couple miles faster. It's downhill as you go west through the park. But um, then we didn't go slower. <laughs> and then, then you just, you just yeah, ever once down. you're halfway in and you're at, at, at a good pace, you sort of feel compelled to try to... I really don't like running positive splits. That is where your second half yeah. is lower than your first. Mm-hmm. And so stubbornly, we kept it up. And yeah, anyway, I'm glad it's done. It was fun. Oh, good. Yeah, no, it's, it's beautiful outside. I kind of want to go outside after this. So... <laughs> <laughs> well tell me okay so you 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 wrote the checklist we talked about this uh not you know a few weeks ago that we wanted to do it and you know you know we talked about it but what was your thinking when you when you put this together yeah i mean my thinking was a lot of us runners are working through some new year's doldrums trying to figure out how to think about running this year and we talked about motivation and some struggles there but i wanted to put together a list of like fun and achievable and inspiring things that uh, people can try to knock off this year. You know, there's no races. And so at least for now. And so, yeah, I put this together and I got a little bit carried away. We, we, we've posted it to our website, which is, uh, www.thefinalturn.com. So if you want to see it, you can, you can print it out there and, you know, cross things off as you do them yourselves. But, um, yeah, maybe we should just sort of dive into it here. There's there's two segments. There's one that I've split into easy, medium, and hard. So people of all different ability levels will, will have something to bite off here and chew. And then I have a bunch that are skill level independent. So anybody can do them. And let's start with the table of, of easy, medium, and hard. And yeah, I'll just I'll just get going. All right. So uh, for easy, I have run three days in a row. Medium, run seven days in a row. Hard, run thirty days in a row. How do you? I feel, feel like the hard should be. I think it should be more than thirty days. You know, are you saying uh, that because you did a fifty? I did a fifty, and you're at like what? What was your streak at now? Like one eighty nine or no, something? No, uh, today was one ninety six. Oh, see, there you go. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, I've already done it. So, <laughs> although actually I have not run, I mean, if we're saying technically 2021, it's January. Yeah, we're in mid-January. So That's it's fair. It's technically That's impossible fair. to have run 30 days in a row yet. But in any case, yeah, I think, I don't know. I think some people who do really serious run training are pretty married to this idea of taking a day, one day off, off a week, a week yeah. or, or sometimes they'll do like a nine or 10 day cycle and then take one day off. But, uh, yeah, I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to, we should it- change, we should change this to, for you to make it where you, you don't run one day a week. That would be the hard thing for you. I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure my body would feel fine. I, w- I would feel probably anxious or like tight or something, but yeah. my <laughs> mind would just go insane. Like I, the last time I didn't run was July 2nd of <laughs> 2020 like it's just i don't know how i would handle it okay all right so that's the first one uh number two uh easy is run with someone else medium is run with two other people hard is run with four plus other people this is you know obviously pandemic allowing but um yeah i i really like running with other people i did this morning, even um it's motivating yeah getting four plus other people might be tricky if you're not in a run club yeah, I think it would be, especially, yeah, it depends on the hour that you want to run. And you got It's all that coordination. I, I feel, 
I don't think I've ever done a really good job by myself of getting more than two people to run with me when it wasn't a run club or cross country or track or something yeah, like that. Yeah, not something organized by someone who knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. All right, this, so go ahead. Running across the river. So the, your next one is running across a river twice for easy. It's four times for medium and eight times for hard. I Are you talking about going across a bridge over a river or are you talking about yeah, going yeah. to like a stream I, and just yeah, I wasn't thinking you know, you know, the, the high water pants. Uh, no, I was thinking, yeah, you cross a bridge over a river. Have you done this? Because I eight <sighs> times. Yeah, I, I can't. I've definitely crossed a river. I, I cannot remember. I can't remember if I've specifically done eight plus times. I think I've done like a canal run somewhere or a stream run that has a bunch of different little bridges. I did a run in Denver last I, I can't remember when i was there it was it was during the wildfire smoke in the bay area so um sometime last fall and denver has a confluence and some nice running paths that are near the confluence and have a bunch of different bridges i'll have to go back and look on strava to see <laughs> if i did this last year um okay how about the next one so crossing a county line for the easy going to a state line for medium and then a national border for hard. I already know that you've done this. Like you, what was that in, uh, in Europe where you did like four different countries? Yeah. Within, like, I have my seven country, country run. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Seven country run. I, I don't think I've ever done a national border. I've definitely, I've done state, uh, up in Northern California when you go into like basically Tahoe. Yep. Tahoe uh, is um, pretty easy like, to do. Yep. Um, national. Yeah. I don't, Every time I'm in, I'm in San Diego, I feel like I can run down to Mexico, but uh, I never have. Like, who's bringing their pass? Like, you, you, you have to bring your passport with you if you not, do it in the United States. Yeah, you do. But not in Europe. Not in the EU. So this is obviously much easier in the EU. Are there <laughs> places that I'm sure there are places where you can cross the Canadian border? Are we going to get? Are we in trouble for even talking about this? I think we're okay. This is all hypothetical, of course. We are, we are not um, experts on yes. any immigration law. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please tweet us at uh, the Final Turn Pod. Uh, is it? Is it? Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's places where it's easy to cross the Canadian border, and depending on your politics, I think there's places it's fairly easy to cross the Mexican border. But maybe not. Actually, I have no idea. I did ignore that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all right. So. Uh, I wanted to have something with, with hills. So I have some elevation ones, which we'll get into, but um, perform two repeti- repetitions of a hill and then you can walk or jog down. That's easy. Perform five hill repeats and perform 10 hill repeats for hard. I have, I've done hill repeats. I've never done 10. I'm kind of looking forward to trying oh. to do this one. I've done like, I think 16 in high school. Oof. How yeah, would, what were, what were the contours of that hill? Uh, call it like maybe a fraud. 10% grade maybe. And it was like 200 meters, 300 meters. So it wasn't like terribly long, but 16 times it was miserable. Um, and then I've definitely done like eight. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar over in uh, North beach of San Francisco, it's Kearney. So when you get to like Kearney and North beach, how it just goes like straight up yes. pretty much. It's like, uh, I've done that one, uh, like seven times. Okay. That's going toward Coit tower or are you going toward Russian Hill there? You're going toward Russian Hill on that one. Yeah, I know where that yeah. is. Okay. But, yeah, there's a there's a hill here next to my apartment that goes up Sanchez Street that I, I think I'm gonna boy, ten. 
10. You you put on the, you put on the checklist. You have to yeah, do okay, it now. Right, yeah, we're we're going to check I, in. I, I aspire to do all of these. Uh, okay. And then I have some sort of climbing goals for a single run, for a week of running, and for a month of running. So for easy, we have climb 300 feet over a run, uh, climb 500 feet in a week, and climb 1,200 feet in a month. For medium, we have 800 feet over a single run, 1,300 feet in a week, and 3,200 feet in a month. And for hard, we have 3,000 feet over a run, 5,000 feet in a week, and 12,000 feet in a month. That's that's a lot. That's yeah, 4,000 4, meters of climbing in a month is i've done the three thousand feet in a run mm-hmm. i'd really have to go I've to Strava. Three or four times i think yeah i'd really have to go and look four. at the five thousand feet in a week i feel like i have given if i've done three thousand feet in a run i feel like i have twelve thousand in a month i think i did what hundred sixty thousand feet of climbing last year so what's that math i think i've done it i mean i basically i would have had to right if matt if my math is right oh yeah yeah, maybe I need to adjust these. <laughs> it's still hard. It's we something I've done and you haven't. <laughs> we, we live in San Francisco. It's hills everywhere. You know, other places where, you know, growing up in the Midwest, it's yeah. like pretty flat. So this one's, it's challenging depending on where you live. It's, yeah. not, it's not the physical part of, it's not the physical challenge of running. It's the physical challenge of your location. Yeah, it's sort of interesting. My sister lives in the Chicago suburbs and she did a similar number of miles as me last year, or, you know, she was within 30% or so, but she has just no, there's just no elevation there. Right. Like she's in the, she's in the great plains. It's, it's totally flat. Yeah. I have it here. So last year I ran 2,500 miles. She ran 1800, but I did 165,000 feet and she did 25,000 feet. Like it's just, it's just a totally different, like she would have That's to like, find a bridge or a highway overpass <laughs> or something, right? Like there's just no, there's no way to do it. So yeah. Um, yeah. For some people that one will be a little bit tricky to do. So, all right. Um, running. I like, I like this one. Go ahead. So for easy, you run at the 6am hour uh, for medium. It's 12am and hard. It's 3am. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? Have you run at 3am? I don't think I have. No. I think the earliest I've ever gone out for a run is probably 4am. Uh, jet lag so that's ah. the only is because of that I, yeah i mean i've done some runs where something happens and i and i run sort of in the middle of the night but i'm confident i haven't done 3 a.m so this one will be yeah, i've never consciously said i'm gonna wake up at 3 a.m to go for a run sure yeah it would have to be like some some really extenuating circumstances but and it, yeah i mean i can this is doable it'll just be hard um and then yeah well, okay. And then, yeah, there's some sort of interesting time ones here. So there's run for 20 minutes, easy, run for 90 minutes, medium, run for... Okay. And then, yeah, the hard one is run for three hours, 30 minutes. I wanted to pick something that even for, you know, really serious runners would be sort of an unusual time goal. So, you know, like Elliot Kipchoge ran, well, he ran a marathon in one hour, 59 minutes, 40 seconds. I, I wanted... Yeah, I wanted a time goal that would be that would be sort of sort of tricky. Um, what, what's the longest you've ever run, time wise? I paced a friend for a marathon once, and I think our time—I don't remember. I, my recollection it was something like three twenty-eight. Okay. So I have not officially done three thirty before. So, so yeah, my thought here is: yeah, you got it. You got to run slow. You got to run under control, um, and you know. 
try and do it. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought that would be a good thing. Okay. The next one is run twice in a day for easy, run three times in a day for medium, and run four times in a day for hard. I don't get this one. This is like the one that it just like baffles me of. I've only run, I've run twice a day before. I've never run three times in a day, mm-hmm. let alone like full, like what, what is, what is running four times in a day mean being hard? It's just like, it's, it's more mentally hard because you just go out for like a mile at a time. Yeah. I mean, you can do this however you like. I don't, I don't know what the minimum is for my run streak. I have to run a minimum 5K. of 5k. So at least one of these runs would have to be at least that. But, um, I think I have run four times in a day once I had a friend for his 30th birthday he did this thing called the 30, 30, 30. And in 30 hours, <laughs> you had to drink oh, yeah, 30 beers. Yeah, you had to drink 30 beers and run 30 miles. And I think we did it at his mother's place. And there was a lake that had, I don't remember if it was a one mile or a two mile loop uh, that went around this lake. And I did not complete the 30, 30, 30. <laughs> but I did run at least four times in a day on that day. But I, I mean, that was, I mean, I, that was, he turned 30 before I did. So, and I'm 40 now. So yeah, that was probably 13 years ago or something. Oh, wow. So um, yeah, I mean, it's just something unusual that I think a lot of people wouldn't normally do that. they. Could I agree. Themselves. Something I would never have thought about doing. Yeah. Let me see if there, if there are any interesting ones. Okay. I have some, some weather ones. There's run in the rain easy run while it's snowing which is medium and run a run with a starting air temperature over 95 degrees for hard i feel like those the medium and the hard can be swapped i feel like it kind of depends what you're naturally used to like folks like i used to live in texas so folks in texas of like running in 95 degrees is you get used to it right right yeah, midwest it's like what, what else are you doing right now it's yeah. probably snowing and you have to go through it um yeah all three of these are hard for example yeah. it rains here like 10 times a year <laughs> and it, it definitely doesn't snow and it's not gonna hit 95 so um i like the i like this one that you've you've done this a lot and i know we know a lot of other people that have about like drawing something on your running route for me it takes way too much me- it's too much mental work for me but drawing your initials on a running route easy mm-hmm I think you have to live in a city for it's very easy if you live in a city you live or with somewhere a with a grid mm-hmm. yeah which I mean, it it has it's it's in suburbs and every everywhere too. Uh, draw a heart on your running route and send it to someone you care for. Love this one. Uh, or drawing an original piece of art on a running route. Uh, who's that guy? There, there's just some guy on Strava that you yeah. you've sent Lenny, in Lenny something Lenny Mofflin Mo- Lenny Moglin. I don't I don't know how to pronounce for all it. these like ridiculous things like all throughout the city and whatnot. It's kudos. Yeah, I mean, he goes on these like 50 mile Odyssey runs where he draws yeah. a almost photorealistic turkey for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. He's he's impressive. Yeah, so you don't have to get that elaborate. But uh, yeah, I thought that might be fun. It'd be fun. The last one that has the EDM, easy, medium, hard split. And there's there's some other here that, that we've skipped that um, you folks can take a look at. Again, it's uh, on our website at thefinalturn.com. But um yeah, I have do a speed workout at a track or by adding formal speed intervals to a flat running route. So not everybody has access to a track, but you could do something like uh, every quarter mile, go quarter mile fast, quarter mile slow, quarter mile fast, quarter mile slow. Um, and then, um, yeah, I have uh, do a speed workout twice in two weeks for medium and do a speed workout five times in a month for hard. I, I was thinking about putting six, but again, this gets a little tricky. You don't... I don't want to make it so that it's dangerous, right? So yeah, you don't want to get people injured. Speed, 
And five in a month, you could actually work it out so that you're actually doing one one a week one, once a week but like if, yeah. you're, if you're careful with when you do it in a month you could you could overlap it there so that's, that's like, what i was trying to do for like 18 year olds though this is pretty easy if you're like running and you're like in high school or college like you're running like yeah. two to three workouts yeah. a week this yeah. is I'll, like I'll get the five times in a month done in a week yeah but i like it yeah we want to promote we don't want to force people uh, or put people at risk of getting injured so i yeah. like it yeah so all right we're on to the to the ones for everyone here um yeah, why don't you why don't you kick us off here? Yeah, so these are these are cool. Um, you know, it's run or walk at least an hour without tracking yourself using any hardware. So like a smartwatch or you know whatever it may be. Uh, I think for you and I, Keith, this would be I would say impossible, but <laughs> this one. we need we need, might need some anxiety pills or something afterwards. <laughs> um, running around a lake, uh, so that's actually really cool. I've, I've done that several times. There used to be this lake uh, that I used to live by, and it was ten miles around. Oh, nice. uh, and really cool. So it's like an easy way to just get 10 miles in and running with a dog. I've, so I have a, I have a small dog. She is amazing. She's like 13, 14 pounds, but I've always said the next dog that we get will be someone, a dog that I can run with. Uh, but I, I don't, I've never run with a dog and I, I feel like I want to, but I feel like it's one of those things that's like looks and seems really cool. But when you actually do it, it's probably miserable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what I had in mind here is running and the dog also runs, not you footballing your dog. It's you, right, right. <laughs> you run a 5k. Um, yeah. I have a friend with a dog who I run with sometimes and uh, her dog's name is Lupa and he is an incredible runner. We did a run. I don't know if it was last week or a couple weeks ago, we ran around Lake Merced and, uh, yeah, I mean, he was running seven thirty pace. I mean, it's, he's awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, certain, certain dogs are, are more easy and I don't, I don't have one. So I'm, you know, I'm lucky that, um, I run with, um, my friend Rebecca sometimes and, and she has one, but yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I want people to think about a creative, you know, think about a friend that has one and, and try and do mm-hmm. it. It really is sort of a, a unique joy experience. Yeah. And the dogs just love it. Like, I remember like, as soon as we, uh, got to the parking lot. You could see he's like so like, super excited. Yeah, he has like a go. special. I think I can't remember if he has like a special harness she puts on him when he runs mm-hmm. or something. But somehow he knew. Like maybe he knew because like it seemed like you know we had running shorts and you know that maybe he mm-hmm. can tell. But um, yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, so this this next one is one that we always talk about, but uh, I don't think I, we've ever clearly haven't done together. Aspirational. <laughs> So that, that one is, you know, doing a long run at one minute slower per mile than your typical long run pace. So if you do nine minutes, go out for 10, uh, enjoy the scenery around you, uh, try a new route. Don't worry about it. Um, I think this is hard. This one's, that's one would fall in you and I, uh, our hard category for sure. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could do this one with the run for three and a half hours, hard one yeah. above, but yeah, I am not good at ever running slower than I set out to do. I, I always try to compete with myself, even on my quote unquote easy runs. And so this one is all about, yeah, do a long run at one minute slower per mile than your typical long run pace. And if you go faster than one minute per mile slower, you've failed this <laughs> achievement. So uh, yeah, if you, if you run, if you for like every 10 seconds, you run faster, you like get like less, like one less cookie or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not there. sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to trying this one. I'll, I'll, I'll try to pick like a nice long route. So, and I'll just try to enjoy it. And I'm, I'm curious to see, I'm curious to see how it will go. We'll check it. Yeah. 
All right, what else we got? So there's a couple there's a couple audio things here. So, you know, I know running with headphones can be controversial, but if you can get over yourself for a moment and accept that some people use headphones occasionally. Um, I have two. Uh, listen to a full album while on a run and finish an audio book that you listen to exclusively while running. Uh, so one is just sort of a single run uh, thing to try. And you could pick an album of whatever like length you think is appropriate. Um, and the audiobook one, uh, I haven't tried. I mean, I, I've listened to audiobooks like, well, yeah, occasionally yeah. while running. I usually listen to podcasts, but I thought it would be interesting to pick a book that I sort of start associating with maybe my longer runs and, mm-hmm. and work through it. And yeah, so that's what that yeah, for Whenever I, I've, I've tried this like a few weeks ago and I was looking at like Audible or whatever it may be. And it was like, this book is 10 and a half hours. And I was like, that sounds like a long time. Yeah. But it's just two weeks but of running. Good. Yeah. You just break it up. It's For not you too anyway. bad. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. I like these running. And so we have run and swim on the same day, run and bike on the same day. So just do a triathlon. You get, you knock out two, two birds with one stone. <laughs> but this run and ski or snowboard or surf in the same day, that seems like, man, skiing or snowboarding, it you get real sore doing this. Yeah. I did this, I was doing a run streak. This, man, this was years ago. This was when I was in my 20s. But I was in Whistler and, but man, this sounds, this is such a privileged story. But I was I was there on a ski trip and um, I was also trying to maintain a run streak and I would go skiing. And then in the evenings, I would, my hotel had a treadmill and I would go and knock out a few miles there. And man, it is not, it doesn't feel good. The first mile feels awful. Um, but then I wonder if like the second and third mile sort of helps get things moving. And, yeah. you know, your legs do get beat up by skiing and snowboarding and surfing. But I think it's different. The way they get beat up is a little bit different than the way they get beat up running. So, yeah, I wonder if this might actually help. I haven't experimented with it enough to know. Yeah, hey, I haven't snowboarded it in like two years now to this point. So, and uh, the last time I did was... For me too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How about the next one? So we have uh, taking a selfie in front of uh, a major landmark in your city and send it to us on Twitter. So at the final turn pod, Uh, I, I, I do this a lot. I, you know, I know you take a lot of like pictures of scenery. I, you know, I'm always a kind of weird person just like, you know, holding back with uh, trying to take a selfie of some like random landmark, especially with like the golden gate bridge of like, you know, moving my head back and forth. So I find the right one, but yeah. And um, I don't like stopping. I don't like stopping to frame it properly. So I'm I'm always, (laughs) I mean, I want the picture. And so, yeah, I have have two things counterbalancing each other. One is I want the picture and the other is I hate stopping on runs. And so, uh, yeah, you should have done one in front of the painted ladies this morning. I should have. Next time, next time, (laughs) next time. Um, Okay, this next one I liked. Uh, count the number of hellos you can get back if you say hello to every runner you pass during a run. Um, I've tried this. It's sort of a fun game. You know, you gotta. It, it can be a little bit depressing sometimes. You know, you go, you pass five people in a row. Yeah, that that you know leave you hanging. But uh, yeah, I feel like you're spreading a little bit of joy, and it's it's a fun thing to count. This could be a way that we do. Uh kind of like measure cities by runner friendliness. So send in your stats and we'll do a, if we can do a little analysis of which cities are the friendliest to runners, uh, have yeah. the friendliest runners. That'd be pretty, pretty cool to figure yeah. out. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, f- a couple other counting things here. So we have count the number of snowmen you see on a winter run, count the number of skeletons you see on a fall run. I was thinking Halloween there, but some countries don't do Halloween. So I said fall. I don't know. 
I don't know if other countries have skeleton themed things in the fall. Anyway, whatever. All right. And then count the number of national flags you see during the month of your country's biggest national holidays in the United States. That's the 4th of July. Canada is Canada Day. You know, other countries have Independence Days and so forth. Um, and yeah, let us know how many you count at the final turn pod on Twitter. And yeah, we'll 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 keep a little tally. And I, th- I think yeah. that'd be fun. That'd be fun. This one, the running in a costume. Uh, I'm a, I don't, have you actually done um, beta breakers? So be, so for our listeners, beta breakers is kind of like infamous. Uh, it's an 8K, right? Or it's an infamous 12, race. Uh, 12K. It's a 12K. It's 7.5 miles. Yeah, it's 12K, right? Yeah, 12K. 12K. So it's this infamous um, run in this race in San Francisco that kind of goes from one end of the city to the other end. And it's just notorious for people just running in costumes and kind of going crazy throughout the streets of San Francisco. There's huge parties on the sides of the streets. You get cheered on, all these different things. And uh, if you ever, or if you live in San Francisco or, or you were ever here during um, this time, I uh, highly recommend, uh, you'll actually see, like, you'll see what San Francisco is all about. It's yeah, I mean, it, it, shuts, it shuts down the city because the race bisects the city. And yeah. there's, there's the race that starts at 8 a.m. or whatever. And then there's, a parade of people that follows it for the next, you know, 10 hours, most of them yeah. uh, not completely sober. And they, they keep changing the rules with 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 drinking, but that people figure out people new, new ways to circumvent every year. But I have never run. I'm trying to think. I OK, look, I don't even wear a shirt on most of my runs. <laughs> and so the notion of having like some sort of costume that's encumbering me feels a little bit anxiety creating yeah. um i mean sometimes i'll wear like funny sunglasses but that's about as close as i've ever come to wearing a costume have you ever done like a you know a christmas or holiday themed thing or- I'm, I'm bad like i hate uh, i'm not a big like i'm not even a fan of halloween here in the united states like yeah. uh, five years ago i bought a superman shirt and that has been my halloween costume for the past <laughs> five years it's the be- it's a t-shirt it works it gets the job done i go to like random parties with it and I've done my work. So you know, I always used to be the guy that got called out of like, why don't you want to dress up? Yeah. And I don't know. So this is not on my like bucket list of things to do either. Yeah. I mean, I have some anxiety about costumes as well. We can, we can save that content for our <laughs> forthcoming therapy <laughs> podcast. But, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, some people, I mean, look, obviously some people absolutely love, love yeah. getting dressed up and it can, it can feel like sort of a fun thing, fun thing to do. Right. Um, I like this one. Run to the highest uh, safely runnable point of whatever municipality that you live in. Yeah, what is that? Be careful there. Yeah, what, what do we? What is that in San Francisco? I know where that is. It's Mount Davidson, so it's not the top of Twin Peaks. It's the top of Mount Davidson. Really? Have you been up there before? Nope. Okay, so there is a there's a cross at the top of that mountain. It's an Armenian cross uh, commemorating the Armenian genocide, and it's. I think it's like four feet higher than the top of Twin Peaks, but it's technically higher. Um, it's it's a little bit of a haul to get there, but I mean, mm-hmm. you can handle it. And <laughs> it's it's nice. It's it's not nearly as crowded as some of the other parks in the city. And the views of the city are great. But every city has a highest point. Um, and, you know, some, I put safely runnable because... You know, look, like I don't know what the city that Everest is in, but you obviously can't run to the top of right. Everest. And there's, you know, various places that you absolutely cannot safely run to the top to. But every place has a safely runnable highest point. And yeah, that's that's what that one was about. Yeah, I like that. So you have some I like these that if you know, if we weren't in this pandemic currently, yeah, these are aspirational. But um yeah, I have okay, run during an air show. 
run during a fireworks display, run around a stadium during a game, or run around a concert venue during a concert. I've done three of those. I I haven't done a concert, but I've run during the Fleet Week in San Francisco during the Blue Angels thing. It's totally awesome. I mean, first off, there's a bunch of people out and about. And it's just, you, I get some energy when there's other people out and about when I'm running and they're not really moving because they're watching the air show. So you don't have to like slow them yeah. like you yeah. might other times. And then, yeah, just like watching fighter jets fly over is. <laughs> does, does running around a concert venue during sound check count? Uh, are you asking? Cause that's something you have done. A Beyonce concert. I was running oh, around. Wow. Park or, was or Beyonce Park. herself doing the, yeah, it's the Oracle field park whatever uh yeah, renames every other minute uh was, was she herself doing the sound check no yeah no <laughs> sorry <laughs> hearing hearing a sound over a speaker does not count as, <laughs> as, as as what we're looking for here and then yeah I, I put the fireworks on here so you can do this on new year's eve like right around midnight or you can do it on 4th of July, right after right after sunset, which in July, of course, is like 10 p.m. anyway, so you're not that far from the night. But <laughs> I did a run a few years ago um, up in the Oakland Hills uh, on the 4th of July, or maybe it was the 3rd. I, I don't remember. It was you know, that time of year. And it was really cool because you could see all these different cities as they do their, their fireworks display. And then, of course, all the amateur fireworks stuff and... You know, people have different opinions about fireworks, but if they're happening, uh, this it, this can be a cool way to catch them. Yeah, I like this one of you know convincing someone else to give running a shot. So it's you know find that person that has either never you know went on a run before or maybe someone it's been years or something, ten years or whatever it may be. And uh, I've definitely done this. I haven't done. I can't remember the last time I've I've done this, but um, I have, and it's very rewarding because they hate you afterwards, but if they keep with it for like a couple more times, they, they tend to get pretty, pretty good. About yeah. It. Uh, yeah. I mean, the way I specifically wrote this was convince someone else to give running a shot, encourage them to commit to three runs over a two week period. I feel like you can't just begrudgingly go out and do one run. Uh, but if you, if you can do it three times over a two week period, my suspicion for most people is that that fourth one is something they're going to kind of want to do. They're like, huh, I'm starting to feel a little bit like a runner now. And you've gotten over the hump three times. You've, you've, you know, sort of established yourself that you can do it. And look, you know, you don't need to go out and run a marathon for your first three runs. Like if you run, walk a mile, that's, that's great. And so, yeah, I mean, I thought this might be a nice way to, for people to help spread running around a bit. In in college, my freshman year, uh, one of the, uh, one of my friends that lived on the same floor as me, he was like, oh, I just, I want to add some cardio into my running or into like my workout uh, regimen. I was like, great, let's go on a run. And we went on a couple runs together. And then like two months later, he's like, yeah, I signed up for a marathon. And he like, he ended up doing like five marathons or something like that his sophomore Whoa. year or whatever. And I was like, what, <laughs> what have I unleashed? Yeah. I was like, Holy crap. I'm like I haven't run like more than five miles in like four months here. Good for him. Uh, nice work. Yeah, nice work. Cool yeah. yeah. You never know what you might, um, you know, uncover unleash the inner beast yeah yeah uh let's see here okay we have three left here so i have yeah run to and from a meal and i i recommend brunch here just because you get good daylight amongst other things um and have you ever done that i running to a meal i've done it's tricky because you know you're sweaty you know ideally somebody can maybe bring you know some clothes change of clothes yeah, yeah, my wife's definitely helped me out here. Yeah. Um, I've, I've typically done this to like a bar. 
Um, so I feel better about myself when I like run to, to a bar before I have a couple of beers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, no one's bringing me extra clothes, but eh. yeah, it's like, out- we do it like outdoors or something at the yeah. time. We don't. Depends on the kind of friends. If you, yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to fumigate the place. I actually, I belong to this group called Run and Chug in San Francisco. And we did this, I mean, they disbanded or haven't been running during the pandemic, of course, but I did a run with them a couple of years ago. And they always pick like a, a local area bar for us to finish our runs at. And they picked this place on Fillmore Street. And it's one of these places that has like, you know, $17 cocktails. Mm. And, you know, if you if you get like, the the olives you know it, it's it comes in this like tiny bowl and it's you know twelve dollars you know it's it, it's it's one of these kinds of places and for whatever reason there were like 50 of us that day and so we go in there and everyone is sweaty and gross and wearing like really informal uh oh, running yeah. stuff and uh, i mean i thought it was hilarious but and and the the bar themselves was sort of confused because you know, it was a bunch of enthusiastic people who were going to, you know, buy two or three drinks. So that's good. But yeah. the clientele that was already there was not super pleased with uh, the new atmosphere that was uh, developing in front of them. Uh, but it was uh, it felt like it could have been something in a, in a sitcom yeah. episode. So, okay. Second to last one. Um, I said, pick a new stretcher exercise. Some ideas are try to touch your toes, plank for 60 seconds, do 10 push-ups. And commit to doing it every day for a week. I found in the past when I do, when I try to introduce something new, you, you have this initial resistance. And mm-hmm. if you can plow through that and habituate it a little bit, this is one of the reasons why I like my run streak so much. It sort of begets a longer run streak. But if you yeah. if you commit to doing it every day for a week, and it doesn't have to be 100 push-ups every morning, and it, you know, it doesn't need to be plank for, to, for 10 minutes every morning, but just do something and do it every morning and then see where you are after a week. I bet you'll find you're in a pretty good place and you, and you keep doing it. Yeah, I used to... So I started doing this um, 10 in college. So 10 plus years ago. And every morning I'd wake up and I started with 10 pushups because I wanted something to like wake me up and just kind of get my blood flowing. Yeah. And then I can, I can, I haven't every morning for the past 13 years, I do pushups. And I just, what I always, when I started building that habit weeks, like every week I'd be like, okay, let me try to get 11. Then I could try to get 12. Let me try to get 13. So it kind of became this like habitual thing that I was already like ready to do, but then I kind of made it as a challenge for myself too. Um, so Definitely have to pause at a certain uh, number of pushups. Yeah, sure. so I have a question about: that. Can you do 100 pushups in a row? Yes. Huh. Yeah, the most I got up to I is do, like 70, 75. I do right now. I do so. I do every so. I do it. I do it five days a week. So I do it in the during the week, yep. and I do five different types of pushups every uh, a different type of pushup every day. Huh. So depending on the type of pushup, it ranges from like 40 to 70 to 80 pushups. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I th- maybe I should reintroduce push-ups. I, just ten a day. I was, I was, uh, I was on a good kick early last year, and it, you, I, I missed one day, and then it turned into two, and then, and then it's the the, the combo's broken, and yeah. I, you know, it just the when you skip one day, it's it's just one day, but it, yeah, if, if you're not careful, it gets away it from can you quickly. Get away from you really quick. So all okay. right, take us yeah. home because this is this is all you. Yeah, this is me. I know, and I, I thought about not putting this. And I, I anticipate some blowback here, but I said, okay, run with your shirt off. You'll feel free, and let us know how it goes at uh, the final turn pod on Twitter. Listen, 
running with your shirt off is an amazing experience. I, I let me let me tell like a like a, a story here. I was um, snorkeling with my brother in law, and that guy is always too warm. And but he likes wearing he he liked wearing a wet wetsuit when we were snorkeling. Actually, we might have been scuba diving. We were scuba diving, and I convinced him that he should try uh, try a dive without without this wetsuit, and he did it. And he loved it. And yeah, I mean, it's just, look, maybe it's like a little bit out of your comfort zone, but it really is freeing. And you don't have to do it, you know, downtown, wherever you are, right? You can do this. You can do this on, on your own in a place if you like it. And I'm not recommending for, you know, women, like wear a sports bra or, you know, whatever, whatever you need to do. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a nice feeling. And I, I think people should try it at least once. Yeah, it's, I did it up until I moved to San Francisco and I don't know why I stopped well, doing it's colder it because here. like, yeah, no, like, well, we always had this thing in, in high school. If it, it was over, if it was over 50 degrees, no shirt. So I'm, I'm like used to doing it in like the 50 plus degree weather. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that I don't really have a reason why I stopped. I don't, I don't know. I just haven't developed some middle life modesty. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. Um, so that's the list. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's a wrap of episode seven of the final turn. We are on Twitter at the final turn pod. We'd, we'd love to hear if anybody has any feedback on this stuff or if they, if they start trying some of them themselves and our website where you can find the list we just went over and uh, some other posts, and we're going to, we're going to keep making some posts there is the final So again, the Twitter is uh, at the final turn pod and the website is the final turn.com. I know that's confusing, but man, getting domain names and name presence these days is tricky. We'll get it one day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we much appreciate your support and we hope to have you back for our next episode. Thanks folks.